This year, the Wellness Summit returns. 95% of the people you know out there want you to play it safe. They don't want you to jump over fire. You can get burned. They don't want you to live the life that you were born to live. You've got to remember that if you're cooking food, you want to love it. You don't want to be thinking, oh, I don't want to have to prepare another meal for my husband who doesn't appreciate it. I don't have to prepare another meal for my wife who just doesn't care. She just wants peanut butter on toast. Wake the heck up. You are where you're at right here, right now, because of all the choices you have made up to this point. Now, I didn't know what to do with being blown up. I didn't know what to do with that until the psychologist told me, you're going to have post-traumatic stress disorder, Karen. I went, okay, great. Now at least I know what to do with that. Get ready, Melbourne. The summit is back. Well, other people are just walking through fire. I mean, look, look, look at that. And I'm on the phone going, yeah, and he's, I mean, look, like this. And then he's lifted up his top and he's squeezing that, and I'm going, yeah, my hand, he goes, we're doing masking. There's something there that you want that you haven't been doing for yourself. Zazen Alkaline Water presents the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. All info and tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. Hey, Brett, this episode's brought to you by Forage. Forage. Love my forage cereal, Damo. My forage paleo with uh, such a great way to start the day. I make my little homemade almond meal, uh, almond milk, I should say. I put some uh, strawberries on it. It's yum. beautiful. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, I love forage. Um, I created it with your health in mind, and obviously I created paleo because you told me to. And uh, so <laughs> thank you so much for that. But this episode is brought to you by Forage. It's a great tasting, incredibly healthy, no added nasty muesli range that uh, I created to help you stay well. So if you want to see more about it, go to www.foragecereal.com. Hi, this is Damien Christoph. And this is Brett Hill. Hi, Bretto. How are you, mate? I'm great, mate. There's uh, so much happening on at the moment. Uh, we've come out of school holidays. You're in the middle of school holidays. And uh, yeah. had some little chats about stuff. I was listening to a podcast just before. We thought, well, why don't we have a little chat about some of the things, some of the happenings that are going on that are kind of either challenging us um, supporting us or just kind of that's just what's happening why don't we uh, explore that kind of thing and I'm sure there's many people out there is going to resonate with uh, what we're talking about today absolutely absolutely it's an interesting time of year like I feel like I don't know there's something there's something going on there's something in the water at the moment Damo because there seems to be a lot of change happening at the moment you know we've got uh, I've got a new podcast uh, co-host coming on soon with that paleo show that's oh, a little yes. snippet of information Damo that I haven't told anyone yet I'll just chuck that out there on the wellness guys. Drop the mic. Here we go. Hey, yeah. How about, how about that? that? It's unusual be, uh, for uh, for you to drop the mic. Usually, it's me that drops the mic. I know. I know. I thought I'd better get in. I figured you're going to leak it anyway. I might as well get in first. <laughs> Demo leak. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, as you said, it's been school holidays. There's been lots happening with our Wellness Couch events with, the, you know, the Wellness Base Camps happening around, you know, coming to Kayama in the next couple of weeks, which is going to be awesome. Is there um, going to be gonna a be... Wellness Summit this year? Well, Damo, is there going to be a Wellness Summit? I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's going to be Tell some me. stuff coming out in the next, well, in a week's time i reckon if you if you tune into the wellness couch well, actually no because this will go it might actually be when uh, on the day that this episode goes live actually now that i think about it it'll uh, i think we'll be launching the wellness summit on that day oh. so if you're hearing this 
and uh, you make sure you get yourself onto the Wellness Couch Facebook page. Um, there should be, hopefully, stuff there <laughs> that's uh, promoting the Wellness Summit, which is very exciting in uh, in Melbourne, Damo, in your hometown this year. Wow. Okay, well, there we go, more news. So uh, can you share any more detail? Because, look, it might seem funny because people are going, well, Damo, as if you don't know. Well, I don't know because I'm, I'm now I no longer a director of the Wellness Couch, so I'm not privy to all this sort of Well, it, there is – what I – I don't, I don't know how much. I'm going to get in trouble from Marcus, but that's no, all right. I probably already know. He doesn't listen to going. But yeah. what I can say, Damo, is there's a new venue, and it looks awesome. Oh. And it's in a very unexpected place. It was a very unexpected suburb for me. I heard the name, and I thought, really? You're going there? What's the name? Far out. Far out. Well, it's in Collingwood, Damo. <laughs> Collingwood. The, the Port Adelaide of Melbourne. What's I know, going right? There? I what? know, right? It was almost like when Marcus said we're going to have a, a, uh, a wellness base camp at the Arkabar Hotel. I was like, you can't go there. You don't know the Arkabar. Anyway, <laughs> South Australians will understand what I'm talking about. And uh, <laughs> But he and said we're going to get the Collingwood Town Hall. I was like, wow, really? And uh, and then he showed me all the photos. It looks amazing. Magnificent venue. It's right. going to be great. Like wow. theatre, big, theater, big stage. It looks great. And what so, month are uh, we talking Oh, I think we're, talk- we're talking August. Well, August. We, we, yes, obviously you've got a date. So tell us the date. We're gonna, we're gonna, well, like I said, I'm pretty sure it's all going to be announced by the time this goes live. So, so I may we as well say it. Say it. Just we say it. August, August 25, 26th, Damo. Okay. Wow. So it's uh, far enough away from finals um, that's not going to be too much of a problem for Well, people. judging by the way we went on Saturday night, Damo, we might not have to worry about it, I don't think, Port Adelaide. Far out. <laughs> disgrace. <What a> disgrace. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you and the Blues, I tell you what, not good. And even the Hawks. Not the voice back. Far out. Even the Hawks. Well, the blues all over actually, the place. The blues all actually did all right. Um, so, um, well, that's that's big, mate. Um, so we've got a wellness summit coming up. You've got uh, Coma Wellness Base Camp uh, about yep. a week away, although that'll be done by the time this goes to air. And um, absolutely, it's a couple of weeks away by the time this goes to air, don't we? Oh, will it? When's the when is it? June. First weekend in June. Oh. There's another home. There's another there oh right okay all right well there you go <laughs> <Get ready yourself. laughs> well because i'm not going to be there so i don't i don't know, I know. But, um, such a rock star i don't care about when he gets to rock up rocks up late talks <laughs> leaves nah didn't leave he was great <laughs> loved yeah. your talk family at the yeah. base camp yeah God, thanks mate thanks mate it was uh i really enjoy being there in adelaide i love raids it's always good to get along and to get amongst it so um yeah thanks so much for having me my pleasure, mate. We picked a nice restaurant, took you out to dinner. How good was that? That yeah, was lovely. I know. Nice. I like that. It was good. Hey, uh, what else? I mean, it's school holidays now. So what are you doing with the with the kiddies? You know, got little Tommy and little Charlotte now, and um, and they're actually not too little anymore. They're actually quite big. So what are they doing? What have they been up to? They're seven and nine, Damo. Uh, talking to Tommy yesterday, he goes, do you know my next birthday I'll be double digits? And I was like... Far out. That's true. That's crazy. So, yeah, they're getting bigger. And, uh, you know, as always, when this, as you spoke about all the stuff that's been going on from a work perspective and, um, you know, trying to find uh, some element of balance with that in terms of, especially when it's school holidays, you know, still having quality time with the kids and still spending time with Steffi and, and all of those sort of things can be can be challenging. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting. I was saying to you off air, we had a chat about this just recently on that Paleo show with my new co-host. I almost said his name then. Can't do that. And um, I 
thought you were going to be able to drop that. I thought you could actually nah, drop nah, that. No, no, no. That's that'll get dropped soon, Damo. Soon, oh, but come on. There's uh, we 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 kind of like kind of put out a few little snippets in the in this week and last week on uh, the That Paleo Show Facebook page and just sort of drop a few hints and see if we get a few guesses going. But it won't be officially released for another week after this podcast goes live. But anyway, we were talking about the concept of work-life balance, and it really got me mm. thinking. And and what we ended up sort of getting to the stage of was saying that. We didn't really like the idea of work-life balance because it's never in balance. It's, it's always a state of flux, and school holidays are probably a perfect example. And so what we ended up getting to was this idea of work-life harmony or you know, maybe work-life homeostasis where it's like, you know, in nature, nothing ever stays static. You know, there's always to and fro. There's always there's winter and there's summer. There's drought and there's rain. There's, you know, it, it's not actually the case that everything just stays exactly in the middle all the time, but what it does is it, it ebbs and flows. And, and so, you know, sometimes there's a lot of focus going into work and sometimes there's a lot of focus going into the family and sometimes there's a lot of focus going into relationships and and overall it kind of averages out and and ends up being a nice I guess balance if you want to but on a day-to-day basis that's not how it is and so we've been spending a lot of time um, you know school holidays it it does yeah family obviously is a big priority in that time so we've been doing lots of fun things yesterday we went and had a hit of tennis um, and then we headed to the beach and we spent about two hours digging a little spa in the sand. You know how when you're little kids, you dig a hole to get down to the water yeah. and then you keep digging and it all keeps collapsing in. That's what we did yesterday and that was nice. That was lots of fun. <laughs> That's nice. You got back to nature. You did get back yourself. to nature. And by the time we'd done that and had a couple of hours in the sun, I tell you what, I got home last night, I was knackered. <laughs> you know when you've been at the beach for a whole day and got a bit of sun mm. and you're just exhausted? What is that? Why do you get so much more tired with oh, the sea so, air, Damo? I'm so glad you asked that question, Brodo, because I thought, oh, I hope I get the opportunity to explain what's going on there because that, I love talking about that, you know, when you're in the sun and often people talk about, you know, when I do the stress code, the cracky stress code seminar, I talk yep. about how do you how do you spin out of stress? Like, because you spin into stress mm. and we wind up into stress and you go from stress to anxiety to insomnia to depression. How do you get out of that? And a lot of that is about regulating your chemicals and regulating your hormones. One of the great strategies, I reckon, is to get outside in the middle of the day, take your sunglasses off, don't look at the sun, but just, you know, go for a little walk, 30 minutes, little walk, and that will stimulate the secretion of melatonin. So the benefit of being in the sun is that you secrete melatonin. And uh, and obviously, when, when you're secreting melatonin, you, you're ready to go to sleep. So you get you home so- and you sleep like a log. Like you would have slept like awesome last night, I'm sure. Yeah. I did. I put my little, I've got this little uh, eye mask, Damo. You'd love it. A little purple eye mask with a little butterfly in the corner. I put, <laughs> I I put that on do. over I, my eyes. You're so loved up at the moment. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I put that over my eyes and I zonked out and I went to sleep. Except I got woke up in the middle of the night by the dog barking. But aside from that, I zonked out and I went to sleep. But Damo, it, what about the sea air, Damo? Because I'm curious about this. Like, it does seem like. I can go out and spend a day in the sun, not at the ocean. Yeah. But if I go and spend a day out in the sun at the ocean with the sea air, I seem to get more tired doing that. Yeah. Is there is there anything in that, or well, is it I, just? I don't actually know if it's tired or if it's just really relaxed. There's a, there's a lot of negative ions close to the ocean, and uh, those negative ions are really good for the body, just in terms of, you know, being grounded and discharging lots of, you know, I suppose for want of a better word, bad energy, I suppose. And But, you know, being in the water and surrounding yourself with salt, um, which is, you know, unbelievably detoxifying for the body, and then lathering yourself in the in the ocean water, which is just full of great bacteria. So you've actually probably given your microbiome a big boost as well. You've done a whole host of things that are really healthful for the body. So you've 
become loved up with the family. You've been um, nourished with melatonin. You've got a bit of sunlight on you. You've probably manufactured a little bit of vitamin D. Um, you've relaxed. You've swum. You've reconnected. Not that you need any extra reconnection. I've seen you and Steffi now <laughs> have showers outside naked uh, with the uh, with, <laughs> with cold water. And uh, well, at least I've seen your backs and your backside. So we've... Um, you know, you've had a, a really nice immersion into, I suppose, regenerative phase or regeneration um, in your body, which which is, you know, you can't just walk out the front door in most cases and just get that unless you live at the beach. So, you know, mm. it's, it's all of those things. Um, and I suspect, too, that as a result of uh, being in and around salt, you've probably become a little bit thirsty, too. So you've been drinking more water, so you're slightly better hydrated. So there's all these great things that happen, you know. Nice. Well, yeah, I definitely think I've got some of those beneficial bacteria. Tommy and I were having a little bit of a seaweed fight, and, uh, and one <laughs> nice. of them definitely straight into the mouth, like came Ooh, up for her air, mouth open. <laughs> there you go. Have some beneficial bacteria, Dad. That was good fun. Oh, but you know what was interesting, Damo? Talking about the uh, the cold showers, as you were, I know because that's what you were talking about. Yes. The cold showers, and uh, for the f- I went in, I went in, and you know when it's like that sort of thirty degree day, but it's starting to move towards autumn, getting towards winter, yes. and even though it's thirty degrees, the water is freezing and so it was kind of one of those days in Adelaide but I just went jump straight in no worries at all so these cold showers are having a having a benefit and for the first time ever Charlotte who just never cares about the cold like just she will swim no matter what the temperature is middle of winter no worries yeah for the first time ever she got cold and got out before I did it was amazing there you go so you become um, water fit cold water fit Maybe, it's, uh, yeah. It's great. A little bit more resilient, Damo, I more like resilient. to think. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Temperature resilient. Yeah, it's really good. No, that's fantastic, mate. So, you know, really nice things to do. It's good things for people to think about, you know, when you've got the opportunity to, you know, tools down and leave the computers behind and mm. if there's no study to be done. I mean, Jackson's in the midst of study at the moment for year 12. So, it's very yeah. difficult. You know, if we steal a bit of time, we might kick the soccer ball in the front yard, but um, it's kind hey. of... It's, it's those, are, those are good, those front yard soccer games, Damo, at your place. They get a bit, they get a bit serious sometimes. <laughs> they can, <laughs> especially with Jackson's uh, high level of tech ability. He's, uh, he's really stepped up a little bit, actually. He's very good. But, nice. um, you know, things change. Have broken any light posts lately, Damo? <laughs> There's no more light post to break, mate. <laughs> it's all definitely broken, that light post. I do have to replace it, actually. Um, but, uh, you know, things do change. And, you know, as obviously interests change and, um, you know, I suppose communication and connection changes too. So often I see Jackson uh, communicating with his mates and they're arranging stuff or just talking about stuff. But so much is done without words. It's all done with text messaging or Snapchat <laughs> or Instagram or whatever else. And, grunts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, grunts. I know, the whole grunt thing. I think we're through the grunt thing now, which is good. Um, nice. So what do you do with Jacko, Damo? Like obviously he's studying at the moment. Yeah, and you know it's really important for him to, you know, manage his stress levels and to, you know, to move his body and to get sunshine and all those sort of things, so that he can, when he comes back to his study, be, you know, recharged and refreshed. So, how do you encourage him to, I guess, look after himself when he's in such an intense study period? Oh, that's a great question, mate. And I think um, outdoor time is really important. So we've tried to in- ensure that he maintains his fitness. Um, so little runs around the block or runs, you know, yeah. not necessarily just around the block, but up to the beach and back again and um, those sorts of things, getting amongst, you know, his mates with uh, playing a bit of soccer. And um, I think fitness is key and uh, and fresh air is really important as well. Time in mm. the pool, you know, we, we get outside and have a bit of a swim and throw the ball at each other as hard as we possibly can because it, <laughs> it refines your, you know, your reflexes and 
and it's good like a little bit of you know alertness really recharges the brain recharges the mind and your immediate recalls you know so much better when you've uh, when you've fired things up again so you get the cortex firing so um we do those sorts of things and that's really good for him um sleep i think is really important too um at this stage of his life and um, he's going through lots of changes. Obviously, there's hormonal changes and there's, you know, um, health paradigm shifts and all that sort of stuff. And so his, uh, his, his tendency to sleep is greater through the holiday period than it is uh, once we're back into school. Now, we're back at school now because you guys are, I think, a week behind yeah. us. But um, Yeah, that's been generous with Adelaide, a week behind. Well, at least 30 minutes. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, so because of because of that, he's he's regenerated his body, he's rested, he's he's maintained his fitness. He's you know he's had some really long sleeps. There's one day he didn't get to bed till like two o'clock or something, and and so which I remember those days fondly because I used to do that as well. And you kind of go, well, they were they were great regeneration days, and he probably grew and repaired muscles, all that sort of stuff. So I think that's important. It's it's important to let your kids sleep uh, when oh, they've got the opportunity to do it. Sleep know? is so important when it comes to exam time as well. Like I remember yeah. when I was at school, I used I reckon I used to do relatively well at exams relative to uh, my intelligence and how much I studied. And I reckon a big part of the reason for that is I would constantly see kids at exam time who sat up all night the night before the exam drinking way too much coffee, not getting enough sleep. And then they would get to the exam the next day and wonder why they felt so nervous, wonder why they felt so jittery, wonder why they had so much trouble recalling all of the information they'd been trying so hard to cram into their brains. And the reality is they were just putting themselves into that stressed fight-or-flight response, switching off their short-term memory and and actually studying more but remembering less and making it worse for themselves. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, I'm fortunate that Jackson doesn't drink coffee. Uh, which is great and doesn't do any kind of stimulants. I mean, the stimulant that he gets is water and exercise. Um, Love it. I think probably the worst thing that he would drink would be hot chocolate from time to time. And then maybe he might have some orange juice every now and then, but never finishes it. Um, so, but I mean, that's from a liquid perspective, uh, from a solid perspective, I, I do think there's a, a bit left to be desired with regards to his diet when he's snacking at the moment. He's, uh, the other day I went to his room and there was a big, uh, there was a, 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 an empty packet from a block of chocolate that was left in his cupboard. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. We're hiding a few little things here. That was just last night, Stash. <laughs> just the block. I know. And you kind of go, oh, well, you know, that's kind of just part of the course for, you know, his age, but, um. You know, I know that he's been taught with a solid foundation and a solid base, so he'll return to that at some point. But fortunately, he doesn't get into alcohol, and fortunately, he doesn't get into stimulants in terms of drinking. So he doesn't even drink Coca Cola, which is uh, which is a great thing too, because most of his mates would. Um, but you're Absolutely. right, and and it's that stress response thing as well, isn't it? Like when your stress response is switched on, then you do crave all those sugary foods and stimulants and all those sort of, and the chocolate bars and all those sort of things. So it's very easy for kids, I think, to to get into that habit around exam time because of the stress that comes with the exams. Yeah, oh, 100%, 100%. But it's interesting because, you know, when you are stressed, uh, you do crave certain things and, and the body will actually crave sweet fat. Um, and the body needs it. It actually needs sugar and it needs fat to manage stress and, and to make hormones. And so if you can't provide sweet fat, you'll manufacture cholesterol and then your cholesterol will actually be, be converted into the hormones for, you know, for, for 
for stress. Um, you know, we're talking um, cortisol and adrenaline. They're, they're both very, very important hormones that the adrenal glands must provide um, in order for the body to remain alive. And so uh, if you provide the nutrients, then the body can do it really well. If you don't provide the nutrients, then it will give it its best shot at making the stuff. So it'll make cholesterol in that regard. So um, I always recommend that you, you choose the healthiest versions of sweet fat you possibly can. So for me, uh, that's nuts and seeds like, and some fruit. That just makes sense to me. Yeah. There are some people who can't have nuts, and so in that in that case, then maybe it's just finding other ways. So maybe it's having the seeds, um, like pumpkin seeds or pepitas. Uh, those sorts of things are really good, but most people can do some fruit, and it doesn't have to be much. And you might choose some yogurt. Maybe it could be a coconut yogurt or a sheep's yogurt or a goat's yogurt or a cow yogurt, but again, choosing organic. Um, just to get a little bit of extra fat in your diet, there could be a little bit of sweetness in that sort of uh, meal, adding a bit of fruit to it, and... Uh, and you've satisf- satisfied that um, that desire, that need, that requirement for sweet fat um, for the body. I like that, Damo. We're really nourishing the brain there, aren't we? With some nice healthy fats and some healthy sugars as well. So yeah. I, guess, I guess things like eggs and avocados and coconut cream and those sort of things would come into that as well? Yeah, 100%. These are all other sources of, of getting um, oils and fats into your body. And, um, and and it's not a bad thing to do. I think the other thing to, you know, I suppose just consider there in that regard is just how often you need to be eating that sort of food. So it shouldn't be that you need to be um, eating all the time. In fact, there's so many people, and I don't know, Brady, if you've actually tried this yet, intermittent fasting, but a lot of people are doing intermittent fasting at the moment and they're mm. avoiding food for, you know, 18 or 12 hours and and it seems to work really well for them but obviously they're taken out of their um, diet uh, snacks so they're not they're not actually having mm. snacks um, which is which I think is a really good thing I think the more that we snack um, the less chance we've got of actually burning off the fuel that we've actually stored uh, for later on so I, I don't think we need to snack as much as what um, as, as what as much as what some people do um, yeah so absolutely I, I do do a little bit it. of intermittent fasting demo and it's but it's not I don't do any sort of structured intermittent fasting like I don't do I'm going to eat in an eight hour block each day or I'm going to do a 24 hour fast on a particular day or anything like that I, I just kind of I just do it as it works into my life you know like it's like I, some mornings I just get up and I've got something to do and I get going and I, I forget I just haven't had breakfast that day and I'm like oh well doesn't matter I'll just wait till lunch you know or some days I don't eat until dinner like I did the other day on Saturday when I went to the footy I just I'd gotten up in the morning I'd been running around running a couple I went to the gym actually first thing in the morning and then I thought oh while I'm out I may as well go you know and I had to go past the hardware store and I had to go run a couple of errands and I thought oh well I haven't had breakfast this morning, but I feel fine. I'd done CrossFit even without having any breakfast, and I felt fine, so I just kept going. And, and it, it kind of ended up being the same at lunch. I was trying to get a bit of stuff done before we headed off to the footy, and so I just kind of skipped through lunch and then ended up having my first meal at dinner. But it wasn't a it wasn't a conscious thing. I don't really set any rules for myself around it. It's more just I find that when I eat really well, I don't get as hungry as often, and if I don't get a chance and I don't, I do end up skipping a meal. Um, it's just the way it is. It's not the end of the world because I'm not starving. I'm not craving it because I am nourishing my body the rest of the time. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Because many years ago when I was doing The Power of Foods, I used to talk about you know skipping meals and talk about how stressful that is on the system and, and that long-term that it could pose a bit of a problem. But these mm-hmm. days, we're kind of seeing that as an intermittent fasting or as an opportunity to decrease our calorie load and all that sort of stuff. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how that pans out, how that plays out over the next you know five to 10 years, yeah. looking at all those people that did do intermittent fasting and see whether or not it's you know, affected their body in a positive or a negative way. Because I don't know. I mean, I know that from a Paleolithic time, 
food wasn't that abundant and so we didn't eat food all of the time and so when we did get a chance to eat we ate but you know, when we didn't get a chance to eat, we were called, we, I suppose we fasted. Um, yeah. we, we have, we've invented this term called breakfast or breakfast. And so often people are actually eating food first thing in the morning to break their fast, um, in which case some people have only had maybe, you know, eight hours or maybe six hours, you know, since yeah. they've actually eaten. Um, like so, Jacko, eating that bar of chocolate in bed the night before and then... Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, um, you know, so it's going to be really interesting to see whether or not this, um, I suppose, approach to calorie restriction that many people are doing, whether it be accidental or um, coordinated, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not that's actually posing a problem because it was one of those well, things that I used to coach people out of in order yeah. to help them lose weight was to not skip meals. So to, yeah. not to eat six I have, times a day. I have a feeling it I have a feeling what it really comes down to is what you're eating in between. Like, like I think if you are eating a you know, standard Australian, standard American diet and, and lots of carbohydrates and, and then trying to fast on the back of that, I reckon that would be really stressful for your body because you're, sort of, you're in that sugar-burning mode. You're probably not that efficient at burning the fat that's in your body. And so I reckon you would be to a degree starving your body, especially if you're not getting really nutrient-dense food when you are eating. And I reckon that's the other thing that's really important is not just the – the fat, protein, carbohydrate ratios, but the the nutrient density of the food. Because my way of thinking is if you're not eating for 16 hours a day, but then what you are eating in that eight-hour window isn't very nutrient-dense, then then you are, of course, going to be starving your body of nutrients that it needs. But maybe if you're having really good quality nutrient-dense food in that window, then that's probably more natural and more, like you said, what they were doing in the Paleolithic times is, yeah, they might not have eaten for a period of time, but when they did, they were eating really well and and getting really nutrient-dense food and eating organ meat. And, and all those sort of things that were really high in nutrients. And so I don't think they would have had the same sort of nutrient deficiency as someone who, you know, the, the people I worry about are the people who aren't changing their diet but are then doing intermittent fasting and hoping that's going to get them results because I just think that's a recipe for disaster. Well, I think that as well as those people that aren't changing their diet and just, you know, supplementing with ketones, like adding, mm. you know, whether it be MCT oil or whether it be adding, um, oh, what is it, I think um, – yeah, well, yeah, we we can skip the brand names, but yeah, there's, there's there's a few there's a few out there, the out there in the ketones. market, aren't there? I'm with you, yeah. Demo. It just doesn't make sense to me that you're you're sort of skipping the process, aren't you? Rather than getting your body into a stage where your body produces exogenous ketones, we're trying to just add in the ketones anyway and sort of once again hack it and skip a step and, and think we're smarter than our bodies again, aren't we? Yeah, it's kind of like um, escaping from jail but leaving a trail behind you. I, I've got a feeling that it's going to catch up with you. I, I wouldn't be doing it. It's, uh, it's I'd be I'd be careful of it. But it's interesting because some people, when you say that, Bretto, you say you know you're saying I oh, have a high nutrient um, food or a high nutrient meal when you do it, mm. and they might go, well, I'm going to have a bar like a protein bar which has got heaps of vitamins and minerals Hmm. in it Um, and so they go well that's a high nutrient meal Um, some other people might go well I'll have a a smoothie and in that smoothie there'll be some kind of a a powder that they add to it and and it may not just be a whole food powder which actually can you have a whole food powder I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have thought so I don't know if you can that's kind of weird because it's no longer whole food but uh, maybe um, a powder that's rich in plant-based nutrients because you've got, you know, powdered plants in there. Uh, maybe that that might be considered to be good, but then you might have another powder that might have some kind of a protein um, combined with uh, some synthetic nutrients, and people might think that that's nutrient-dense or nutrient-rich. And, and so I suppose we've got to differentiate that. I know you did say um, the 
the offal and and the, those mm. those sorts of foods. You know, for some people, they they may actually enjoy those sorts of things, but I certainly <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't really enjoy eating kidneys, brains, livers. Um, or anything like that, tongue. Oh, I just can't. I honestly, anyway, can't. Though, next time you come to Adelaide, anyway, my local yeah. butcher, he's P and A Organics. He's great, and he does an awful sausage that's half awful and half beef, and it's really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to try it, and I reckon you might not. You might think it's actually a bit of all right, Damo. So there's, there's ways of doing it, I reckon. But I'm, I'm kind of with you on the like tongue. Oh, my, one of my mum's Swiss friends served up tongue to us when I was a little boy. And, uh, you know, I still had the taste buds on it and everything. I've never forgotten it. And I was just, I don't think I could ever, ever go there again. Oh, it just, I'm, I'm with you on that bit, Damo. Oh, jeepers. And what else is happening, Brad? What else is happening in your world? Well, aside from that, Damo, it's been a matter of. Um, yeah, like I said, just having some really good quality time with the kids. We just got a couple of new chickens, don't we? So I've I've had to uh, oh, I've had to build a little enclosure around our chicken house to I separate our dog from our chickens because they were not quite getting along as well as they should be. <laughs> Dogs and uh, so feed chickens uh, differently to what we do. Yeah, so as a result, we're a couple of chickens down, and so we decided we better get ourselves a couple more chickens. So we picked up a couple of new chickens, and they're um, you know integrating with the other chickens in the chook house at the moment, having their little you know working out their little pecking order at the moment, which is always interesting. I've uh, my neighbour just pointed out to me yesterday that because my chickens are pecking me as I come in to feed them, that means that I'm actually at the bottom of the pecking order and that I need to do something about that. I thought that was quite <laughs> to think that I'm at the bottom of the pecking order in my chook house. You may need so, to uh, teach them a lesson. Maybe appara- apparently, apparently, what you got to do. This is what I got told by my neighbour is you just pick them up and you carry them around for a while and and sort of just hold them in nice and tight and then then they learn that you're the boss. Hopefully, that I was too worried it's going to crap all over me, but. Um, Hold you hold them in nice and tight and close for a little while, and then when they settle down, you put them back down, and that lets them know that you're at the top of the pecking order, wow. and then uh, and then they're okay and they stop pecking you. Wow. So I'll let you know in a couple of weeks whether that worked or not. <laughs> let me know. Yeah, it might have uh, also increased your microbiome. Uh, that'd be fascinating. <laughs> that'd be really fascinating. Uh, you might be able to hear the garbage truck out the front of my house right now, um, <laughs> contributing to the microbiome of the planet. Um, well, what else is news for you, Damo? What's what's happening with forage, Damo? What's going on? We got anything? exciting news we can reveal um well there's a couple little things that we're doing just in the food service range um at the moment which is which is kind of exciting could be a really big big thing um a few hospitals using our product um now which is really great also bumping off some of the big guys and putting um our little brand in there which is very exciting um oh mate that would be such a huge improvement on the hospital foods that would be amazing oh absolutely and you know i don't know if you know i think you might know actually my grandfather hasn't been doing too well and Mm. so i've been visit him in his uh, in his facility and the food that he gets cooked is is quite good so the lunch meal and the evening meal is quite good but the breakfast That's meal good. not that flash and so i'm excited that potentially um my my range of muesli's will be going to those sorts of um facilities which will be terrific well, so way, you, way, you know way i had my, you know i had my dad had a little turn as well and end up in hospital demo yeah, and uh, yeah. so he'd he'd had a little uh, a small stroke which fortunately was very transient only lasted for about half an hour and then he was sort of right back on track which was great news um but he did end up in hospital for a little while and so we had a fascinating discussion with one of the nurses because my dad which is kind of hilarious because my dad has never been really on board in the whole health and wellness bandwagon but he's but he has in recent times gotten a lot lot better and he kind of is starting to ask a few more questions and do a much better job which is great and so when he got into the hospital and they were giving him a 
pre yeah a packaged iced coffee or no hot chocolate uh, no iced chocolate it was a packaged iced chocolate um he sort of said to the nurse he said well, look why am i getting fed this like what well, i've just had obviously you know i've got some had some issues with my heart i've now had a stroke um yeah is this the sort of food you really reckon i should be having is this packaged hot chocolate this iced chocolate yeah which i thought was a great question i thought it was fascinating and the nurse said well it's interesting you say that because i've just recently had a seminar from the local dietitian and i thought that maybe these pre-packaged iced chocolates might not have been so good either but now i've had the information session from the dietitian she's told us that actually when you're recovering from something like this what you really need is energy and that this iced chocolate is fantastic because it's full of energy what are your thoughts damo wow well, I, I don't think anybody needs my thoughts on that one. I, think that everybody <laughs> I wasn't understand. sure how to say it without getting myself in trouble. That's wow. why I didn't say anything. Isn't that incredible? But, so, I mean, really, we know there's lots of energy in that iced chocolate because it was full of sugar. And so that she was right on that respect. It does have a lot of energy in there. Well, I don't know if it's Not energy, sure. but it's fuel. And I think this is where yeah. we confuse terms. And I think we, you and I have spoken about this before. There's the confusion yeah. of terms that are interlaced, um, everything from you know, calories or energy versus fuel all the way through to big bad topics, you know, massive topics in terms of uh, immunization versus vaccination. Very, They don't confer the same thing. So we've got to be really careful with the way in which we uh, use uh, terms. And I think that um, the utilization of the word energy in place of fuel, I think, is a little bit misleading. So mm. that's, it's, it, I don't know, it's, I don't think it's intentionally misleading, um, but certainly um, there's a, there's a, there's a big gap there in the education um, for people, uh, particularly if it comes from a dietitian, particularly the classically trained dietitians and those that are generally registered and espoused to the the um, the philosophies of the Dietitians Association of Australia or the mm. New Zealand Dietitians Association or the Dietitians in America. They're all um, industry funded and and you know fraught with danger. So yeah, the, well, the, uh, the interesting thing I thought about it was that you know the the nurse I guess had used her own common sense to sort of look at that product and thought this doesn't really make sense but yet then because the you know quote unquote evidence-based medicine practitioner mm. had then come and said well no actually this is really good um that then she sort of allowed that to override her own common sense it's kind of a bit of a snapshot of a healthcare system at times isn't it well it's just kind of the system isn't it like there's not yeah. a lot of common sense right now so yeah. um yeah that's fascinating yeah. interesting well let's uh leave people to ponder all of that sort of information Bredo. thanks for giving us a bit mm. of insight into what's happening in your life uh, the dogs barking at the koalas or the possums last night <laughs> the cold showers the uh, microbiome coating the vitamin d the melatonin all of those great things a lot of good things happening in your world so congratulations it sounds like you're having a ripper time for uh, school holidays with the kids and you too, Damo. And wish Jacko all the best for his exams. I know he'll ace them. He's a little legend. And uh, wish him all the best. It's a, it's a tough time to get through sometimes, that year 12 exam time. But if he uh, you know, listens to his dad's sage advice, I know he'll get through well. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll see how we go. Good on you, Brad. I look forward to chatting soon, mate. Thanks, mate. 
Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes. Please head to facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Guys and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au. And to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on The Wellness Guy Show. This year, the Wellness Summit returns. What is the ramifications for you if you continue to not know where your food is coming from and not make a hard stand about what you're consuming? Back in 1992, I didn't know how to cook. In fact, I ate really poorly as many of you know. But I now love it so much that when I go to prepare something, it becomes magical. Don't want you to be stuck in the, the crap that's happening. Know it, yes. Be aware of it, yes. But bring your vibration up so that we can vibrate at a higher level and collectively, we might be able to bring everybody up to make those changes. I love preparing it. I know that everyone who's eating it absolutely loves it. Even the bits that they don't want to eat, they love eating them because I love making them. Does that make sense? Cindy O'Meara and Damien Christoph feature at the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. Tickets on sale Friday, May 4 at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.